We live in a world that is shaking, no doubt about it. And because our world shakes, we shake too. It doesn't matter who you are. The events of this year have affected all of us. And quite honestly, I believe it has shaken all of us in multiple ways. Yet God's word says we have something to hold on to. As we live through the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows of this year, do you find yourself more secure or more shaken? For me, it totally depends on at least two things. You know, I've been thinking about an analogy for my local gym, and in this podcast episode, I'd like to use this analogy to offer you some thoughts and encouragement from God's Word about shaking in an unshakable kingdom. So, as always, let's cue the intro, and then in the seismic earthquake of this year, let's seek how God would have us hold on to heaven. What truth are we speaking into the next generation? What legacy are we creating for those we care about? Are we making a difference so that our kids will know Jesus? Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and the answers to these questions really matter to me. And if you're a Christ follower, I'm sure they matter to you too. I'm the founder of the Family Disciple Me Ministry, and we are convinced that there's power in our Jesus stories, that God's Word is life-changing, and that discipleship doesn't have to be intimidating. So join us as we talk about faith, scripture, relevant topics, intentional discipleship, and the next generation. Friends, it starts with a conversation. So let's get going on this podcast right now. Do you remember the day this year when the reality of COVID hit you full force? I'm not just talking about when you first heard about it but when its reality just slammed you in the face. I remember well the day the questions, fears, and the issues of COVID hit me most forcefully. It was a Sunday, about three weeks into the quarantine, and that particular day, for multiple reasons on multiple levels, I was shaken to the core. And what about the cultural crisis that our country is facing? Our country shook with the coronavirus pandemic until George Floyd was killed on May 25th. And then our country began to shake with all sorts of actions and reactions, protests and riots because of that tragedy. What was the day or the moment in this cultural earthquake that made you tremble in your soul? I remember well the moment and realization and circumstance that took my own breath away. And then, as if pandemics and cultural crisis weren't enough, we've had the terrible shakings in the Christian world, too. Christ followers are called to live holy, godly lives. But on what feels like a regular basis, one scandal after another is exposed. Pastors and ministry leaders who are supposed to be protecting and caring for the flocks entrusted to them are living for their own sensual desires using and abusing, hiding their wicked secrets, leaving trails of victims, and dishonoring the name of Christ. Instead of being strong fortresses of truth in the earthquakes of this world, these leaders 
are adding to the destruction. Was there a moment for you this year when these shakings hit you to the core too? I remember my moment. 2020 has been one earthquake after another, relational, cultural, financial, physical, societal. There was even a 3.2 magnitude earthquake under Lake Erie last week. You know, if I had to assign a Richter scale number to 2020, I'd probably say we're at about a six. And just about the time we get our footing from one earthquake, another strikes. And this year ain't over yet. We still have the presidential election ahead. The big one, as they say, could still be coming. These are the shakings that we adults see and talk about and try to process. Our kids, depending on their ages and stages, they may or may not know all that we know, but they have shakings this year too. Not seeing friends for months, having to wear masks, having to go to school through a computer, or only getting to be with half their class when they do go canceled sports seasons, delayed college starts, or even entire campus closures until next year, the continual shakings, the lack of solidity, the breaking of everything that's been normal. This is happening to all of us, every single one of us. And these things can fill us with fear and anxiety. I don't know about you, but I have certainly battled with those things at times this year. I'll be fine. I'll be doing great. And then boom, another earthquake will hit my heart. The truth is we don't like to be shaken, not as people and not as a society. And these days our world is shaking with elections, pandemics, riots, politics, changes, conspiracies, not to mention all the thousand private shakings in our own individual worlds. In the midst of these shakings, God's word says in Hebrews 12, 28, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And I wonder, what does God's word mean by this? What does it look like to live grateful for an unshaken kingdom when I'm being shaken to the core in the kingdom of this world. I did some study on this verse, and I found something that was really interesting to me. The phrase that is translated most commonly, let us be grateful, actually comes from words that could also be translated, we hold or possess grace, favor, and blessing. The phrase, let us be grateful, then, isn't just about being thankful. It's also about, in this shaking world, We have something to hold on to. God has given us grace and favor and the blessing of being able to hold on to his unshakable kingdom in this shaking world. So what does this look like? Well, back in January, I decided to join a gym for the first time in like 15 years. It was time for me to get consistent with exercise. So when this new fitness center opened just down the street, it did indeed remove my excuses. So I signed the membership and started going a few times a week. During January and February, I tried out a lot of the equipment, trying to figure out my new exercise routines. Eventually, as we all know, 
COVID shut everything down. But before that happened, I got to experience this piece of equipment they have that's called the Total Body Enhancement Machine. Now, I don't know if you've seen one of those before, but in case you haven't, let me tell you what it's like. It seems something like a tanning bed that is turned straight up. It's this tube that stands about eight feet high. You step into it with these special glasses and you turn the machine on. And when you do, these blinding lights start shining and heat starts emanating. And if you're fortunate enough to find the fan button, it starts blowing. But ultimately, the floor starts shaking and it can mildly shake or it can mediumly shake or it can shake really hard. It's a really odd experience. I'm honestly not sure what it accomplishes. I think it purports to help strengthen your muscles as you try to keep your balance. It may be just a gimmick, or maybe it has actual benefit, but at the least, it's entertaining. And since I was trying to try out everything at the gym, I signed up for the total body enhancement experience a few times before COVID struck. Well, I observed a couple things I need to do when I engage this very odd machine. First, I need to bend my knees and be flexible. In fact, the machine tells you, do not lock your knees. If you lock your knees and you stay in a rigid position, it's going to mess you up, especially as the shakings get stronger and stronger. However, if you're flexible and you keep your knees bent, it can actually be an interesting, invigorating experience. The other thing I've noticed is that when the machine is shaking, I'm best balanced if I hold on to the handles hanging from the ceiling. Now, as I think about it, I'm still not sure what good that machine does in the physical realm. I don't know if it enhances my total body or not. However, I did get a really good analogy the more I thought about it. A good analogy in the spiritual realm. You see, when this world starts shaking, and let's be honest, to say start shaking is probably better said when it continues shaking, I need to have my knees bent so that I'm flexible. Like going down moguls on a ski slope, if you're rigid, you'll wipe out. But if your knees are bent, you can endure whatever shakings or bumps come your way. And I'm thinking that having knees bent is a really good analogy for prayer. We live in a shaking world. So as it shakes, we shake, but we keep our knees bent in prayer, in communion with the Lord so that the shakings don't knock us over. Jesus told us to pray that God's kingdom will come and that his will will be done on this shaking earth as it is in unshakable heaven. We live with our feet planted on the ground of this shaky earth, but we pray that the solidity of God's kingdom will affect the shakiness of this world. And then another analogy from the total body enhancement machine comes to mind. In that crazy machine, those handles hang from above so that when it starts jolting, you can hold on. And when you grab those handles, it kind of pulls your body upward so that your view goes more toward the ceiling than toward the floor. It reminds me of where my hands need to be while my feet stand on this shaky earth. I need to be reaching up 
to Jesus. Scripture says, because the Lord is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. This year is shaking enough. I don't want Jesus just at my right hand. I want to take him with both hands. This comes through worship, through time spent in his word, through listening to his voice. Yes, through prayer. I believe holding on to Jesus also includes being around other people who are holding on to Jesus too. And this can happen by going to church. I know that not everybody is physically able to go to church right now. Maybe you're taking advantage of live stream opportunities, and that's great. But being with other people, worshiping the Lord, that is going to help you hold on to Him. But if you're isolated from other believers, you will shake more. That's a fact. So you want to hold on to Jesus, and you want to be around others who are holding on to Him too. As I think about the total body enhancement machine, another analogy comes to mind. In this machine, it gives you an option about what you want to listen to while you stand there shaking. (laughs) It's kind of crazy, but you can choose whether it's music or podcast or whatever. Quite honestly, I've not figured out how to make that function work in that machine yet, but it does bring to mind another analogy, because as our feet are planted in this shaking world, as we're holding on to Jesus, we get to choose what we listen to. We get to choose whether we're going to turn on worship music that turns our hearts and our spirits toward the Lord. We get to choose whether we're going to listen to podcasters who teach us things about the Lord, podcasters or teachers or ministry leaders or pastors who tell us to look to Jesus, who set our minds on things above. We get to choose what we listen to. We can spend our time listening to whatever, whatever that the rest of the world listens to, or we can listen to things that help us stand firm, even as we're in this shaking world. The analogy with the total body enhancement machine falls apart when it comes to scheduling. Because quite honestly, when I go to the gym, I can decide whether I want to have that experience or not. And if I do schedule an appointment for that experience, once I get into the machine, I can decide whether I set it at level one, which lightly shakes, or work my way up to level four, which really shakes. And then I can turn it off at any moment. That's not the way it is in this world, though. We don't get to choose how much our worlds shake. Not in this world, not in this life, and certainly not in this year. But what we can choose is when we are standing shaking in this world, whether or not we'll keep our knees bent in prayer, in an attitude that keeps us flexible to experience what God has for us and through us through this shaking world. And we also get to choose to hold on to Jesus, like our hands in those handles in the ceiling that turn our gaze upward. We get to choose to hold on to Jesus, to hold on to godly examples. And along the way, we get to choose who we listen to. And with that, friend, I have to say thank you for joining me in this podcast episode. I hope that as we leave, that you will have a little piece of hope and encouragement in your heart. Yes, you may be shaking, but you know what? It's okay. 
you have a God who is unshaken. And if you've given your life to Jesus, you have citizenship in his unshakable kingdom. So hold on to that today. And as you hold on to that, grab the hands and the hearts of those entrusted to you so that they can experience that unshakable kingdom as well. The discipleship conversation that goes along with this particular podcast can be found at familydiscipleme.org forward slash conversations, or you can also find it as a direct link in the show notes. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance toward you. And as you hold on to heaven and turn your face toward him, may he give you peace. Now go with God, friend. Live for him today, no matter what shakings come your way.